Good morning, and welcome to Overeaters Anonymous, a vision for your big book study. My name is Russ M. I'm a recovered compulsive overeater. Today is February 24th, Friday, 2023. Um, we're reading from uh, the big book, How It Works, page 63. And um, we're on that third paragraph. We found it desirable, ending with, was felt at once. Today's readers are, for the steps, we have Lori C., Traditions, Lori S. Reading the text is Tenzin P. Page 164, Zoretta H. Our backup readers, Emory M. Newcomer readers, Anna A. And second hour host is Leslie M. So we got reference numbers for yesterday, uh, the 24th, Thursday, the 24th of February, 2023, the 7 a.m. meeting, 19,991. 19991. The 10 a.m. meeting, 19,992. So that's 19992. A lot of nines here. Okay, 08 preamble. Overeaters Anonymous is a fellowship of individuals who, through shared experience, strength, and hope, are recovering from compulsive overeating. We welcome everyone who wants to stop eating compulsively. There's no dues or fees for members. We are self supporting through our own contributions, neither soliciting nor accepting outside donations. OA is not affiliated with any public or private organization, political movement, ideology, or religious doctrine. We take no position on outside issues. Our primary purpose is to abstain from compulsive eating and compulsive food behaviors and to carry the message of recovery through the 12 steps of OA to those who still suffer. Our sole purpose, OA's fifth tradition states, each group must has but one primary purpose, to carry its message to the compulsive overeater who still suffers. At a Vision for You Big Book study, our message is that people who suffer from compulsive overeating can recover through abstinence and the practice of the 12 steps and 12 traditions of Overeaters Anonymous. Here are the steps we took, which are suggested as a program of recovery. I will now ask Lori C. to read the 12 steps. Good morning, Lori C. from Virginia. Step one, we admitted we were powerless over food, that our lives had become unmanageable. Two, came to believe that a power greater than ourselves could restore us to sanity. Three, made a decision to turn our will and our lives over to the care of God as we understood him. Four, made a searching and fearless moral inventory of ourselves. Five, Admitted to God, ourselves, and to another human being the exact nature of our wrongs. Six, we're entirely ready to have God remove all these defects of character. Seven, humbly asked him to remove our shortcomings. Eight, made a list of all persons we had harmed and became willing to make amends to them all. Nine, made direct amends to such people wherever possible, except when to do so would injure them or others. Ten, continued to make to take personal inventory, and when we were wrong, promptly admitted it. 11, sought through prayer and meditation to improve our conscious contact with God as we understood him, praying only for the knowledge of his will for us and the power to carry that out. Step 12, having had a spiritual awakening as a result of these steps, we tried to carry this message to compulsive overeaters and to practice these principles in all our affairs. Thank you for allowing me to do service. Thank you. Next up is Lori S. with the 12 Traditions. Good morning. Lori S. from Texas. 
12 traditions. One, our common welfare should come first. Personal recovery depends upon OA unity. For our group pur- Number two, for our group purpose, there is but one ultimate authority, a loving God as he may express himself in our group conscience. Our leaders are but trusted servants. They do not govern. Three, the only requirement for OA membership is a desire to stop eating compulsively. Four, each group should be autonomous except in matters affecting other groups or OA as a whole. Five, each group has but one primary purpose, to carry its message to the compulsive overeater who still suffers. Six, an OA group ought never endorse, finance, or lend the OA name to any related facility or outside enterprise, lest problems of money, property, and prestige divert us from our primary purpose. Seven, every OA group ought to be fully self-supporting, declining outside contributions. Eight, Overeaters Anonymous should remain forever non-professional, but our service centers may employ special workers. Nine, OA as such ought never be organized, but we may create service boards or committees directly responsible to those they serve. Ten, Overeaters Anonymous has no opinion on outside issues, hence the OA name ought never be drawn into public controversy. Eleven, our public relations policy is based on attraction rather than promotion. We need always maintain personal anonymity at the level of press, radio, film, television, and other public media of communication. Twelve, anonymity is the spiritual foundation of all these traditions, ever reminding us to place principles before personality. Thank you for the opportunity to be a service. All right. Thank you, Lori S. How our meeting works. Our meeting focuses on the directions for recovery described in the Big Book of Alcoholics Anonymous. We read a paragraph or two from the literature, then stop and share on what was read. Anyone can share, but we ask that you keep your sharing to the topic and literature we're discussing, that you keep your share to approximately three minutes. Singleness of purpose reminds us to identify as compulsive overeaters only. Our abstinence requirement for moderators is one year and for readers is six months. There's no abstinence requirement for sharing on topic. This meeting does request that you sh- your sharing be directly linked to what was read. We are sharing what the directions in the big book mean to us. To share, press star one to unmute. Once you're done sharing, let us, let us know by saying pass, then press star one to mute your phone. In order to have a quiet meeting, everyone's phone expect, except the speaker should be muted. So today we're in how it works in the big book page 63, the third paragraph, and we are reading. We found it very desirable, and ending with was felt at once. So I will ask Tenzin P to start us off today with a reading. Okay, here I am. Tenzin P, gratefully recovering in this program. Um, Okay. We found it very desirable to take this spiritual step with an understanding person, such as our wife, best friend, or spiritual advisor. But it is better to meet God alone than with one who might misunderstand. The wording was, of course, quite optional, so long as we expressed the idea, voicing it without reservation. This was only a beginning, 
though if honestly and humbly made, an effect sometimes a very great one was felt at once. Wow. Okay, I'm going to start my little timer here. Um, uh, there's so much in these in this paragraph, in all these paragraphs. Um, so this is relating to what we we said the uh, the third step prayer yesterday, and we that's what this paragraph is referring to. Uh, so. I'm going to just repeat it. God, I offer myself to thee to build with me and to do with me as thou wilt. Relieve me of the bondage of self that I may better do thy will. Take away my difficulties that victory over them may bear witness to those I would help of thy power, thy love, and thy way of life. May I do thy will always. All right. So we found it very desirable to take this spiritual step with an understanding person. So I have... Uh, in thinking about it, I have taken this step with sponsors over the years. I also once with uh, a wonderful mentor of mine who who has uh, led uh, groups of us through the steps over the course of six months or a year. I've taken it in a group. Um, and it's been moving to me to watch my conception change over time. I would say that I, it's still for me, it is God as I don't understand God, but um I started with just being willing to accept that I'm not that power, the greatest power in the universe, that they're accepting that there is a power greater than myself. And and it's moved on slowly, slowly, slowly from there. Um, and, it, it's, uh, and it's better, next sentence, it's better to meet God alone than with one who might understand. You know, it's a very it's a very intimate thing we're talking about. I think about discussions about God or sex really as intimate discussions. And um uh so we're being advised to find a conception of God as we understand. Um and we're asked to look deeper, you know, to look deeper inside ourselves. In another tradition, there's the the metaphor or the little story of, like, uh, we can misunderstand that when someone is pointing to the moon, that it's the finger that is the main thing. No, the finger is not the main thing. It's about the moon. So, um, yeah, so we're, we're being asked to go deeper. And uh, voicing this, next sentence, voicing without reservation. So there's a surrender here, but it's a very active surrender. And I am a really important part of this equation as we will continue through the steps after step three. And uh, the last sentence, this is only a beginning, um, but if honestly and humbly made an effect, sometimes a very great one was felt I can't say that I have experienced that. My whole process has been of what we call the educational variety. But um, Sorry. I'm so glad to be here, and that's my time. So I look forward to hearing what everyone else has to say. Thank you so much. All right there, Tenzin. Thank you very much. So now we're going to open up the line for sharing. And although we value your experience, we ask that you limit your share to every third day. So if you shared on Wednesday or Thursday, please step back. I'll 100% let you know if I don't hear you, so you don't have to worry about that. And please, if we can, one at a time. Lisa B. Myra, Myra B.W. Lisa, Myra. K. 
Tamara C. Tamara. Janice PM. Janice. Good morning. John M. John. Vasa O. Vasa. We could let's take a couple more. Don't be shy. All right, then we'll go with this list. We got Lisa B, Myra B W, Tamara C, Janice PM, John M, and Vaso. You are up, Lisa. Good morning. My name is Lisa B. I'm a recovered compulsive overeater in South Carolina. Uh, I love this reading. I remember taking this step with my OA sponsor that I met with a vision for you. It was such a different experience for me than any other time I've taken this step um, in, in another fellowship. I never really had done it before in a OA, and I never really did it with someone that was shared the same step one experience that I have with the food and um, was recovered. And she was an inspiration. I saw it's possible because when I came here, I didn't believe you could truly have long-term abstinence. Like I thought if you're abstinent, you're recovered. And how on earth do you have long-term abstinence? Because it is so miserable. It was so miserable for me to have any length of time of abstinence because of the restlessness, irritability, and discontentment. And having gone through all the preceding pages with her in a state of abstinence and understanding what these words meant, it's, it's a spiritual step. It's not of this world. It's understanding that there are no other options for me. My solution is a spiritual solution. It's not going to be something that comes from this world. An understanding person Someone that's not going to say, oh, you're making too big a deal of this. You're being way too dramatic. No, she understood. This is life and death. So taking that step with her and now doing this step with sponsees, I re-experience all of the promises when I go through this work with sponsees and go through this step with them. And then it says, but it's better to meet God alone with someone that might misunderstand. God alone is always going to be the answer. My answer is always going to be God. And then it says, without reservation, it's in my heart. This is done in my heart. This is not done in my head. You know, the whole message, it says here, voicing the idea. The idea is that God is in charge. I'm not in charge. That it's all about God. You know, the longer I'm abstinent, the longer I'm recovered. I keep seeing that is the theme over and over constantly in my life that God is in charge. And you know what else? It's really about becoming more like God, more God-like. I know that sounds crazy. Um, it's with God's help I can become more like God, you know, kinder, more understanding and tolerant. And I don't always want that to be the answer, you know, but it's always about surrender at death, going to this creator, this loving source, and moving on immediately, getting that this is the answer. It's the one answer. It's a spiritual solution. So with that, I pass. Thank you. Thanks, Lisa. Next up is Myra B.W., followed by Tamara C. Hi, everybody. <clears throat> Excuse me. Good morning. My name is Myra B.W., and I'm calling in from Michigan. And I'm so grateful for... Um, you know, they're reading the third step prayer. Um, I, you know, for me, 
you know, when, when that very first sentence, you know, God, I offer myself to thee. Thank you, Lord, because I'm telling you, I made, I have made a wreck of my life, and it's been more apparent since working this program than working the program where I have 22 years of sobriety, right? And so um, it, this, this whole process, the big book, it all hits different for me um, in the OA program. And when I think about, you know, God, you know, offering myself to God, for me that that's all about surrendering, you know, letting go and letting God do with me as he will do with me. Not me, he will do with me. You know, moving out of the way and trusting him, trusting God, because now I'm embarking on coming into the fourth step. Right. And so for me, I had to be clear and understand that, you know what, I, I'm not I'm no longer running the show. And this took a lot of years in this program of in OA of of really coming to understand, you know, that, you know, you ain't running shit, girl. Excuse my language. You ain't running nothing, because the more I think I'm running something, the more I'm running me into the ground. You know, and so when I hear that, when I listen to that prayer, you know, for me, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm understanding that I'm, I'm coming into this program and I'm working this program because I need relief from me, you know, relieve me of bondage of self, you know, absolutely, God, you can have all of me because left, left to my own devices, I make a mess of things, absolutely, you know, and I can now see that I've been, you know, working my program with, my, like, my hair is on fire, the damage that I've done to my relationship with my husband, you know. Um, I was blaming, oh, it's him, it's he this and he that, and, you know, but now that I'm, you know, have some recovery, I can see, you know, wasn't him, you know, it's you. You know, you need to change, you know, and that's only because I'm, today I'm willing to take a hard look at myself, and I'm willing to play of it um, because I'm exhausted, you know, um, and, uh, you know, the more and more I keep working this, this program and I keep coming on these meetings, you know, the more I realize you are absolutely 100% not in control. You are not. And the more I keep holding on, holding on, holding right. on, the more I get dragged. So I'm willing to let go today. I'm willing to let God. Thank you all. That's all I got. Thanks, Mara. Appreciate it. Next up is Tamara C. followed by Janice P.N. Good morning. Thank you for your service. This is Tamara C. I'm grateful to be a recovered compulsive overeater, and I am in Missouri. I wanted to address the part about... um just expressing the idea of the step three prayer, like however I word it. Um, the idea for me is a uh, first idea that I'm offering myself. This is a choice I make. This is my decision. Um, I do have to make the decision. And, and every time I say this prayer, which is um, multiple times a day, I am making a decision to take spiritual action to quit driving myself to do better and be better and seek the care and direction of a higher power and a choice to be relieved of um, 
pain of trying to be my own higher power and a choice to um, eventually be of a help to others by, um, by taking this action. And the part about voicing it without reservation, so my old way is, um, God help me, but I don't think you will until I earn it. I have to somehow prove my worthiness. And today it's more like there's nothing in me, there's nothing in my grasp that can earn it or prove anything. I give up. I just let go. Help me. Help me because you want to, because you care, and I'm yours. Um, and this idea that an effect is felt, yeah, every time I say this prayer, there is an effect. It like gently settles in my heart that I can't manage, that God can, that God wants to, that God will, um, and that my purpose is to take the next spiritual action and grow and help others. And it all comes from my higher power. Uh, my higher power does it for me with power and love. Thanks for letting me share. I pass. All right, Timer, thank you. So before we get Janice up on here, I'll let you know where we're at if you jumped on late. So on page 63, how it works, one second. We found it very desirable uh, to, was felt at once. So we're just reading that third paragraph. All right, Janice, you're up. Well, thank you, and good morning to you, my friend, Russ. Yes, my name is Janice P.M., and I'm a grateful, recovered, compulsive overeater from Snowy, Massachusetts. Yeah, when this, when this paragraph was written, we must remember in 1939, they did, you know, there wasn't too many people. There wasn't too many recovered people. Um, you know, it was small. The fellowship was small. So they really didn't have a fellowship like we have today by the grace of God. Um, so they said, take it with an understanding person. And they gave you some examples as your wife. And I've got a big no, whether it's a wife or a husband. And then I put a friend, no, um, you know, or a spiritual advisor. Well, maybe, but uh, and there's nothing wrong with that. But I was so, you know, uh, I thought I could, you know, kid a priest and not be honest. But anyway, today we have so many sponsors, especially at this particular meeting, that are recovered. They can't be any more understanding than your sponsor today. And what what we have to remember too is. Is, and it was already said, you know, this prayer, like I said, the fellowship was so small. So this was the only prayer that they had, which is a wonderful prayer. This is how I memorize it. But you don't have to memorize this prayer if you don't want to. You can say your own prayer. <laughs> as long as you can express, and I express my idea. For example, God, help me today to put not to put anything into my mind or body that you would not have there. Take all of my relationships in life and make of them what you will. Thy will only be done in their life as well as in mine, and let me know the truth. Anything, any idea that you want is, is will be okay. So don't feel as though, oh, I can't remember this prayer. 
And then if you don't like the words by and this and the, just change it <clears throat> to you or to whoever you think is your, at this stage, who you understand to be your higher power. And um, I just give you an experience. Yesterday was a beautiful day. As a sponsor, as a sponsor, um, I, uh, we took with the sponsee, one of my protégés, um, we took this third step together. And you know, what a change, what a feeling, what is an effect I got as a sponsor again. And, I'm, and I know that my sponsee got an effect at once. Now, it doesn't mean that you have to, that you did it wrong. It's just that that's what happens at certain times. The first time I did it, I did it with my sponsor many years ago. And uh, of course, I do it every day um, with my sponsor, who my companion, whom I call God. Um, uh, and uh, it, it, was, it, was, it was so profound. It was really a profound thing to do to make this decision and the willingness to take the action as a result of my decision. And I'm sure that many of us have felt the same and have not and have gone right on as long as you make the decision to go on with the steps. And what a relief, you know. Um, and I pray that our maker will remake me into another changed person. That's what the purpose is for me. So I can help somebody else. And with that, I am going to pass. Thanks. Thanks, Janice. Appreciate it. So next up is John N. followed by Vasa O. Good morning, John M. from South Carolina. Uh, happy to be on the line sharing with my brothers and sisters in Christ. Step three is where it's at for me, uh, and I'm still there. I haven't accomplished it. And it's the heart of the program. And uh, I'm not speaking for anybody else but myself. When I say for me, this is hard. To give my will up to any other thing is against all my mental processes. I, I just can't even think about it. But I need to do it, and I will do it, because I'll pray, and I'll keep praying until I've accomplished it. And I love the passage about praying with him alone. Jesus said something about uh, not praying with the hypocrites in the, in the street, to seek him, just you and he. And that's what this program is, is just you and he. And yes, you have the support of your brothers and sisters and the wonderful 12 steps, but you're only going to make it with him. And so um, that's where I'm at today, and I'm happy to be there, and I know I'll get to step four one day, and I just keep praying. Thanks for letting me share. Thanks, John. Appreciate it. Next up is Vasa O. Thank you. Good morning, everyone. Thank you, Ross, for your service this morning. And Vasa, grateful, recovered, compulsive overeater, calling from Port Charlotte, Florida. And yes, this was a very desirable step for me to take when it comes to the food. And I did my first 
third step when I came to the first meeting of Overeaters Anonymous in 1986. Within, you know, that's the one I knew. Well, I didn't memorize it. I did it. I spoke with my, my sponsor, uh, 12-stepped me for about a week before we went to the first meeting. And then she told me the only way we're going to recover from the food addiction was if we surrender to a power greater than ourselves. And I remember being afraid when she said that, but she said to me, to surrender, it's not, to, it's not losing something. You're going to gain something, Vasa. And I like that part. So when she took me home in the driveway, she said, you're going to find a quiet place, you know, you can surrender to God, a higher power, the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit, whoever you want to do, you do it, because God is higher, and it's stronger than we are, and I like that part, and I had nothing to lose, just, you know, maybe 30 or 40 pounds of my body, and I was ready, and I was willing, and I ran through the kitchen, we said goodbye to each other, I ran through the kitchen, and guess what? I went in the bathroom. I closed the door. I got on my knees, and I surrendered. I said, um, God, forgive me for all the sins I committed my whole lifetime. I had never gone to a confession in my whole lifetime. And I said, please help me with this food addiction. And then I felt this power went from my head to my heart. It was something I did not expect. I didn't know what to do with it. I just knew something went, it was like electrical. It went from my head to my body. And that's how I felt the connection with my higher power. And I felt the burden just lifted on my shoulder. And I started to experience joy and happiness. But that was only the beginning. That was only, so it doesn't matter how, you know, later on, I mean, I say the third spread the third step prayer, every morning and every night since then. I never miss it. If I forget, I stop where I am and I say it. And then I started trusting God with the food addiction, and I started surrendering gradually in other areas of my, oh, that's my time, in other areas of my life as we kept on going through the steps. Thank you for letting me share our pass. All right, Vasa, thank you. So now we're going to open up for sharing again. And uh, you know what we're sharing on page 63, that third paragraph. We found it very desirable. Ending with was felt at once. And if you shared uh, in the past couple of days, we ask that you limit your share to let everyone uh, that hasn't shared get a shot. So we would like to share. Elizabeth B. Minnesota? Okay, I got Elizabeth B. Bonnie B. Bonnie B. This is Bonnie B. And then there was Adina, I think. Is it Dina? Yes, Dina S. All right, Dina S. Who else? Anyone else like to share? Cheryl L. from New Hampshire. Cheryl L. I'm Sandra Maria from Sweden. 
Barry uh, J. in Michigan. Hold on. One, one second. Who is that from Sweden? Sandra Maria. Sandra Maria. I actually have, I have a short question because it's my first nah. vision meeting. I just wonder. It's hard well, for well, me to get. Hold, hold on, hold on, hold on. One second. Yeah. Taking names. We we have to we have to stick to that. Um, if you if you have a question, I'd I'd ask you to wait to the second hour when you have a chance to address okay. the questions. That's what sure. that meeting is for. Okay. So, thank, thank you. you. Thank, thank you. you. Okay. Okay. Uh, we got Terry J. Terry J. We could take uh, two. Let's try two more. Polly D. Polly D. Robin A. All right, Robin. That that'll be it. Robin and all right. So Elizabeth B, you're up. Good morning. This is Elizabeth B in North Carolina. Um, thank you for your service and um, this process has been. I'm, I'm I'm sorry. I'm a compulsive overeater, bulimic, and recovering restrictor. In okay, you already where I am. Um, this process, I, I'm exactly at this process in in my uh, step work and recovery. I took um, my third step on Wednesday, um, and um, it, I really felt it was important to have um, a spiritual advisor or someone to take this step with, uh, so that I had that sense of accountability. This is this was just for me, and. Um, so Wednesday morning, I called a, a friend who is a spirit, who is a spiritual advisor and not and my spiritual advisor, and I asked her if she would be willing to um, be be a witness. And so I um, we did that together, and I immediately felt the effect and the power and the feeling the feeling of welled up and the emotional connection that happens when feelings well up. And that effect lasted the whole day. I went to an Ash Wednesday service that night. I just felt completely all day, you know, just really held in the knowledge that I had turned my will and my life over to God. And that night went to bed and said the third step prayer again and woke up the next morning untreated because I have a I have this disease. I have this addiction. And so um, I started my day again with um, the third step prayer. And of course, it did not have that same effect that it did the day before. And as an addict, um, I always look for those highs. I want those emotional, strong hits of um, God, or I did with the food, with the sugar, with all the other aspects that I would seek outside myself to make me feel different. And so today here on Friday, um, I've begun the process of Lent, um, the season of Lent. And um, I'm really acutely aware of where I am. I've also started my four step. I bought my uh, legal pad yesterday and I've started making my list because I know um, that I can't, I, I can't rest on yesterday's commitment that each day has to be started anew and sometimes many times a day as it's been shared. And I've learned so much um, 
about myself on this meeting since I've been coming 37 days now, um, working um, step one and step two, and moving forward because if I don't move forward, um, I am bound to fall back into the misery, despair, and hopelessness. And with that, I pass because I don't have that today. Thank you. Thanks, Elizabeth. Next up is Bonnie B. followed by Dina S. Good morning, Russ. Thank you for your service. Good morning, everyone. Bonnie B. recovered by the grace of God in the very cold state of Minnesota this morning. Um, okay, I'm starting my timer. Thank you so much. So this paragraph to me is about meeting God. And that's what it comes down to is meeting God because because as um, you know, one other fellow shared, if it's not God, it's not going to happen. But as an addict, as an addict who has um, a lot of image management issues and someone who gets my value from, if I'm not careful, other people, I wanted everything to be perfect. And so even with this prayer, <laughs> even with this prayer, I want the prayer to be perfect. My sponsor, the first sponsor I had, said, well, you can change it if you want. How much time did I spend trying to put on paper the perfect prayer? And this is the silliness of my disease. God doesn't really care about the words because it says the wording was, of course, optional. What God wanted was my heart. And that's what he wants every single day. He just wants my heart. And so when I wake up, I do pray this prayer every single day. Um, and I do change it a little bit because it's very personal to me. But I basically open up my heart by opening up the hands, my hands. When I pray this prayer and I say, God, I offer myself to you, I physically open the palms of my hands. And I put everything in it that I would have a tendency to close my hands around. And I offer it to him. And it's amazing what he does because when I do that, I feel for that moment, for that day, freedom to trust in my God, my creator, in a way that I've never been able to do. And it is just the beginning. I mean, this is the most beautiful part, is it's only the beginning because it gets better and better. The more that I trust God, the greater life becomes. I get to see him weave in and out of everyone's life without me interjecting anything. And then everyone else gets to see God work without me interjecting. For my program, my God is as close as the next pause. And so the gift for me is the wording, but it's, it's my wording. Again, it's my closing my eyes and saying, God, I release this to you. This isn't mine, it's yours. And I know that you care more about it than I could ever care about it. And then I get to step back into that place of peace, and I get to watch him move. And, and the add-on for me is, yeah, he keeps me safe and protected. And, yeah, the food isn't part of my life anymore. And so I'm very grateful, so grateful for all of you, and I will pass with that. All right there, Bonnie. Next up is Dina S. followed by Cheryl. Oh, excuse me. Hi, this is Dina S. from Israel, compulsive overeater. Um, I'm so grateful to all of you for being here. This step is, um, I took the step uh, a while ago, and I, I, I have a hard time remembering that, um, you know, even though I gave it over, I feel like I, 
you know, I gave it over to, to my sponsor um, when I gave it over. And this is something that I find I have to keep redoing all the time. And I, I forget. I forget to do it. And um, this week I've been in an extremely challenging situation back with my uh, family of origin um, for an extended period of time. And it is very triggering. And um, I have been forgetting my program significantly. And yesterday she said to me, Hina, just go back to the, to the third step prayer, call people and ask them to say it with you so you get that um, the strength of it. And she just turned me around and this prayer can really just turn you around. Um, and so even though I originally took it with her, um, just taking it with anyone at any time is very powerful. Thank you for listening with that attack. All right, Dina, thank you. <clears throat> so let me let you know where we're at before Cheryl jumps up. We're on page 63, how it works. Third paragraph we found is very desirable, ending with we felt at once. All right there, Cheryl, you're up. Good morning, everyone. My name is Cheryl L. I'm a compulsive overeater calling from New Hampshire this morning. Um, yeah, this this paragraph and this step, um, saying the third step prayer has been part of my recovery for quite some time now. Um, when I did it this time, on the day that I remember, it was um, it it did have a profound effect on me and. I felt afterwards that I wanted to write about it, um, so I did. I sat down and I wrote a Dear God letter, and I just expressed my willingness to um, turn my life over and acknowledge the fact that I was definitely um, a broken person, that I had made a mess of my life um, in the food and that I wanted, I wanted a better life, and I believed that my higher power was the one that could make that possible for me. Um, I heard somebody else on the line this morning, you know, talk about um, the effect, and it is this. This is a temporary effect, you know, that initial feeling. Um, at least it was for me, and I have to do this every day in order to maintain that connection with my higher power. And then I do, I have to remember during the course of the day when I'm feeling anxious, uh, overwhelmed, um, any of my character defects that crop up, that my higher power is there, I'm not alone, and that I need to just turn back and ask for, you know, my higher power's help once again. And the other thing I just wanted to say is that um, at the very end of this paragraph, it said, um, this is only a beginning, though if honestly and humbly made an effect, sometimes a very great one was felt at once. This decision for me must be followed by action. I can't do the third step unless I have to be willing to immediately start on the fourth step. I had shared a few uh, weeks ago about my fear around that. And I did 
I worked my way through that. I prayed through that. I talked to people through it, and I was able to complete my fourth and fifth steps. So action is, is so key. We make the decision in step three, and then we take the action indicated in step four. Thank you for letting me share. I pass. Thank you, Cheryl. Next up is Terry J. followed by Polly D. Good morning. This is Terry J. in Michigan. Grateful to be on the line. Grateful for all of you that are there. Thanks, Russ, for uh, taking the meeting today. This uh, paragraph is really, really profound for me. And um, I have a plaque on my wall of the third step prayer. And today, as I was listening to the shares, thank everybody that has shared prior to me. It has mean a great deal. I've got something out of every share. And uh, I was just thinking about this third step prayer. And I asked God, I said, God, I don't want this prayer to be on the wall in my room. I want it to be on the wall of my heart, which is in my brain, not my chest, because that's where my disease resides. It's in my brain. Uh, There's science that proves that. And so, yeah, I want this prayer written on the wall of my heart that's in my head. And um, because I know, you know, I just even, I'm just choked up thinking about, you know, what this prayer really means. You know, God, take my will, take my life, take my thoughts, take every part of me, God, and help me be useful to you and others. And I'm sorry, we lost you. Press star one, sir. Okay, I was just uh, wrapping up anyway. I was just saying thank you, Russ, for hearing my name. Thank you for um, everybody that's here. I'm going to keep coming back. And the food is down for the day. Thank you. Thanks, Terry. Appreciate it. All right, next up is Polly D, followed by Robin M. I think it's Robin, but we'll find out. All right, Polly, you're up. Good morning, fellows. I'm a little out of breath. I'm walking. It's a beautiful day here in Kentucky, and I'm a recovered compulsive eater. Um, the third step prayer to me is the heart of this program. We have a fellow who loves to say surrender. It's all wrapped up in that one word in my view. I say this prayer, these specific words, in various situations, but I also say the heart of it. Just by saying surrender, by getting down on my knees and letting my body speak an attitude of surrender. Um, I'm in a religious tradition where I go to confession. That's another surrender. My husband is in another 12-step program, and I share our nightly review. That's a surrender. That's a coming together. And our experience is that in over 35 years of marriage, When we are most desperate is when we are willing to pray together and surrender, sometimes on our knees. Um, 
I've been working with folks. I noticed that there's an expression I've heard, you tell me how you spend your time, and I'll tell you what's important to you. And I've noticed that that is the key ingredient. Are we willing to give the time, which is an attitude of surrender, of doing this third-step prayer, of letting God take the wheel, <laughs> direct us, because every day I can, and, and every moment of every day, I have a choice. I can trust God with my time, myself, my priorities, my decisions, my actions, or I can live in self-centered fear. Those are, to me, the two choices. And this prayer, to me, is very related to the 11th step. Are we given the time in the morning to spend time with God? And then throughout the whole day, that's how I do it. And just last night, I, had, I was disturbed by something that wasn't going my way at work. And it was really hard, but I turned to God and said, just take it. This is your work. Take it. Take away my ego. If, if something has to be totally different than the way I think, it is yours. So the third step prayer for me is take it with anyone. I've done it in so many different contexts over the years. But I did not get any freedom from the food. We have an expression in my religious tradition. Take up your cross and follow me. And the, through the cross is life, is resurrection, is hope. And it's only through walking with the cross that you get that. And I could not get any freedom from my food addiction until I accepted that God had this particular cross. I wanted another cross. I wanted to be an alcoholic rather than a compulsive overeater or anything. And when I accepted it and said, okay, we know best, and surrendered is when I got the freedom. Have a blessed nephew day, everybody. Bye-bye. All right, Polly, thank you. Next up is Robin M. Hi, Robin M. from Georgia. Can you hear me? Gotcha. Okay, thank you. Um, oh gosh, so much to say and such little time. Um, so this step, step three, is I, I do love saying it every day. Um, it just takes the weight of the world off my shoulders. Um, when I first took it, though, uh, where it says, you know, take it with someone, and I've taken it multiple times. I've had multiple sponsors and going through the steps multiple times and I'm also in another program and um, so when I take, when I took it like how it's written here, I take it once with someone and then I move on to step four and that somehow there was a disconnect with me so I, I couldn't get to step 11 to where I was, you know, asking for the knowledge of of God's will for me and the power to carry that out. And so I had a lot of distractions in between. So I, I, I almost was like a deer in headlights with, with this because I didn't realize I, I, I thought I could ask once and, and, you know, my will and life would be turned over. You know, I, I could ask once to, for myself to be surrendered to God. And, and I didn't realize I, I, you know, this is every day, you know, every minute of the day, um, I thought I could just ask and it would be gone and I could skip my merry way on. 
Um, so there's a lot of work in between, I guess, is what I'm trying to say, and but a lot of good work and a lot of worthwhile work, and um, to get to where you know, I guess they you hear people say the maintenance steps of 10, 11, and 12, where every day you know you're turning your will and life over, and you're asking for the power to to carry God's will out and and not my will. And um, so anyway, if there's anybody new on um, there's this is um, what is it? I can't remember the saying. It's a simple program, but it's not easy. Um, but if you're here, you're in the right place. And and I appreciate all of you and all of your shares. And um, thank you for being here today, so I can be here. And I pass. All right. All right. Thank you. We have time for one more share. Just about three minutes. Who would like that? Dolores P. Jeffy J. All right, we got Dolores P. Go ahead. Thank you so much, Ross. Thank you, everybody, for sharing. Appreciate you all. Uh, I want to share that <clears throat> take away my difficulties is the most important part of that prayer for me. Um, two years ago, after 43 years in the program, I had a relapse. I was very sick. I had fallen several times. I had severe esophagus attack. And I asked someone to take me through the steps with the big book for the first time. I had been a, a relapse survivor, uh, maintaining over 100-pound weight loss, but always had a relapse uh, and food slips, et cetera. And two years ago, when I went, the person took me to the steps with the big book, I experienced that beautiful recovery that the 10-step promises give us. Take away my difficulties. What I realized was that I lacked loving people. I really didn't love people. Although I did a lot of service in and out of groups, a lot of sponsorship, et cetera, I still did not really love people. And one day I said, it was New Year's Eve, two years ago, I said to God, I want to love people the way you love me. I want to look at people the way you look at me. And my prayer was answered. And the way that happened was I learned how to listen, just to listen. To when I'm at a meeting, I just listen. I don't plan in my mind what I'm going to say. I just listen, listen to people. And I realized that that's what we really want, all of us. We want to be heard. We want to be listened to. And as, as a result of that, I really learned how to listen to God. When I meditate, it, even in the silence, in the stillness and the silence, I listen. I listen to God. I listen to the silence. And as a result of all that, I've learned how to listen to me, to really hear the Lord and what she's all about. And I'm so, so very grateful, especially for this particular. I never really listened to this um, meeting. Uh, I woke up 7 o'clock one morning and start listening to you, and I love you all, especially on Valentine's Day. What I heard from all of you were, were love letters from you and God. It was just so very, very beautiful to be able to listen to the love that the people in this program have for each other and for God. And I'm so grateful that I have that today. And as a result of that, I experienced the 10 steps. I love the 10 step promises. We no longer fight anything or anybody. 
even see. And we're not cocky. We're not afraid. It just comes. And that's what I'm experiencing today. 45 years. Thank you, Rush. God bless you. Bye. Thank you very much. The worst, you're going to be our last share. So we thank everyone that shared today, and we ask uh, to hang out for the next uh, meeting, the second unrecorded meeting, immediately following the closing. So today's share ID, Friday, February 24th, 2023, the 7 a.m. Eastern Time meeting is 19,994-19994. Okay. We'll now close with a reading from the big book on page 164, followed by a serenity prayer. Will Loretta H. please read a vision for you? Our book is meant to be suggestive only. Until keep you until then. Good morning, Russ. Good morning, all, along with my precious God who saves my life. Loretta H. recovered in North Carolina. Our book is meant to be suggestive only. We realize we only know a little. God will constantly disclose more to you and to us. Ask him in your morning meditation what you can do each day for the man who is still sick. The answers will come if your own house is in order, but obviously you cannot transmit something you haven't got. See to it that your relationship with him is right and great events will come to pass for you and countless others. This is the great factor. Abandon yourself to God as you understand God. Admit your faults to him and to your fellows. Clear away the wreckage of your past. Give freely of what you find and join us. We shall be with you in the fellowship of the Spirit, and you will surely meet some of us as you trudge the road of that destiny. May God bless you and keep you until then. Thank you.